0: Shalom to all! Today we're going to be learning Mishnah's Brachas, Perak Bey's Mishnah Dalit, and Mishnah Hay. And today's Mishnah's are being learned Le'ilu Nishmas, Maros Miram Sara, Basar Biakiv Misha, Herne Sham Shadavan Aliyah, and Beschos, Rachel Pastavari Gitel, and Daniel Eliezer Bensipari Rachel. They should be gebenched with Zerushal Kayama, Bekar of Mamish. And Mishnah Dal tells us, Ho craftsmen, workers, people that are in the middle of doing their work, and it's time to say Shema. They're allowed to say Shema even though they're at the very top of a tree or at the top of a wall. Now you're probably wondering, why is this person at the top of a tree if he's in the middle of doing work? What's he doing on top of a wall? And the answer is that it's pretty simple. We know that in Eretz Yisrael, there's a lot of from farmers, there's a lot of from construction workers. So you have a from farmer, and he climbed to the top of his apple tree, top of his orange tree, top of his avocado tree, and he's trimming, pruning, doing whatever work he needs to do. And then he looks at his watch and he realizes, hey it's Time to say Shema. So the Mishnah is saying he does not have to come down from where he is on the tree to say Shema on the ground. He could say Kriya Shema all the way up in that tree. If he's a construction worker, he's building a building, and he's all the way on a scaffolding high up, he doesn't have to come down to the ground to say Shema. He could say Shema where he is on the top of that wall. However, the Mishnah continues, on Roshayim Lasus came with Tefillah. That is not allowed to be done with Tefillah. What's Tefillah, you're going to ask? Tefillah means davening, right? So usually when the Mishnah Gemara says Tfila, it's specifically referring to Shmaina So a person who's at the top of a tree or he's at the top of a wall and it's time to say Shmaina s he is not allowed to say Shmaina s What's the difference? Why is it that Shema, he's allowed to stand on top of a tree. Shema in Esrei, he's not allowed to stand on top of a tree. And the answer is fairly simple. Shema, which is a chiv daireisa, a person only needs to say the first pasuk of Shema in order to be yet He only needs to say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echad. And a person's able to have kavanah for that one pasuk alone, even though he's at the top of a tree or on the top of a wall. So therefore, the Chachamim did not require him to come off of his tree to say Shema on the ground. It's just one pasuk. Whereas davening Shemayna Esrei, that in the Lashon of Chazal is called Rachamim You're davening for mercy, you're davening for health, for Parnassah, for Mashiach to come, for the Beis Hamikdash to be rebuilt. A person needs to have a lot of kavanah when he says all of Shemayna Esrei, and Shemayna Esrei is quite long. He's not able to get away with saying just one line or one paragraph of Shemayna Esrei. He has to say all of Shemayna Esrei. So therefore, the Mishnah is telling us that if you're at the top of your apple tree, there is no way in the world that you're going to have proper kavanah saying all of Shemayna Esrei on that very precarious perch. Therefore, you you got to come down to the ground to say Shemayna Esrei. And now moving on to Mishnah, hey we encounter the concept for the first time called Ha'osik b'mitzvah, patr Minah Mitzvah. If a person is involved in doing one mitzvah, he does not have to do another mitzvah that's come his way. Now why is that? Just because he's doing one mitzvah that all of a sudden patras him from doing another mitzvah? And the answer is, is because he's tarud. He's preoccupied. He's focused on doing this one mitzvah. Chazal say, you don't have to stop and interrupt your focus of this mitzvah to go do another mitzvah. You're in the middle of doing a mitzvah right now, you don't have to interrupt to go do another mitzvah. Now, it's important to know when we apply this concept of Ha b'mitzvah, patr min mitzvah. Imagine you're outside playing, having a good time, and you're even watching your younger brother, and then your mother calls out, Maishi, time to come inside, time to do your homework, and you say, Ma, Ha b'mitzvah, patr min mitzvah. I'm involved in the mitzvah of watching my younger brother, I'm involved in the mitzvah of getting exercise v'nishmart seichem, I don't have to listen to you, kibur aim, that's because ha'ayisik b'mitzvah, patr mitzvah so I don't think the concept of a Isaac mitzvah patrammana mitzvah applies in that case and that's why you would always have to ask your Rebbe when exactly ben mitzvah Patmana mitzvah applies but we have this concept Isaac mitzvah so, Mishnehe tells us, Chassan, a person who just got married, Pater ad He's Pater from saying Shema, that first night of his marriage, all the way until Matzei Shabbos. They used to get married on Wednesday. So, this is uh, talking about four days. He has four days that he's Pater from saying Shema, if he didn't do the Misa. We know that a Chasson and Kala, right when they get married, they're busy, involved in building their bias nemon, they're building their house, and they're concentrating and focusing only on each other. And Chazal say, This is such an important mitzvah. Therefore, you do not have to say that first night for the next four nights because you're busy, you're involved, you're being Eisik B'mitzvah, of building that marriage of yours. Therefore, you do not have to say those nights. And now the Mishnah tells us a story. There's a story. The Rame Gamliel, he actually said that first night that he got married. His Talmidim asked him, Rabbi, didn't you teach us that that night of the chasan doesn't have to say Say Shema, so why are you saying Shema? So Armul he answered his Talmidim and he explained, levato mi achas, I'm not gonna listen to you. You're trying to convince me to to not accept Hashem upon myself, to not say Shema, as we said previously. When you say Shema, you're accepting Om al upon yourself. I'm not going to listen to you to not do that even for one moment. Now, if we were to stop there, that would not be a fair answer. They said, Rebbe, you taught us not to do this, and we see that you're doing it. And then his answer is, well, how can I not do it? I just love doing it. Well, that doesn't really make so much sense. So in truth, his real answer is is that you understood that when I said that a chasson doesn't have to say shema, that means that a not allowed to say shema. But that's not true. It's not Usr for a to say shema. Adaraba, if a person is of great stature and he's able to have concentration when he's saying shema that first night, even though it's the night of his chassonah, he's allowed to say shema. And that's what his answer was. It's not Usr to say shema. You're allowed to say shema if you're able to concentrate properly. And we're actually going to learn more about this in Mishnah. However, Mishnah Vav and Zion, which we're going to be learning tomorrow, are going to have two more stories about Rabbi Gamliel and something that he did that seemed to be a little bit interesting, but then we have an answer for why he actually did it. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.